0: You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Everybody, you call us the robbery. I up, you
1: fucking big moans. I'm
0: going to shoot every motherfucking last one of you. He's like Samson. it's where he gets his
2: power. He is. He's Brock Samson's beard. <laughs> all right, boys. I can't even. I can't do
0: his voice either. That was, was close. That's no, it wasn't. It no? wasn't very good at all. Yeah. Wow. So, how was your week, Joel? Uh, my, oh, wow. It's been so long. I can't even remember until the last time I saw you. It's so, so much time. has I mean, happened. You hit the it's road. You exciting.
2: Re- you returned with Dr. I was. Peppers. I was
0: down in Austin celebrating the Memorial Day weekend, even though is <laughs> <laughs> today's, today's, today's Memorial, Memorial Day. Day. Slash tomorrow. Is that you're where you're going? To this. Is that where you're going? You mean, is that where I've been? Well, okay.
2: <laughs> Guys, f- full disclosure. Exlo- ex- uh, Break the Full disclosure. Uh, we recorded this right after we recorded the Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome episode. Yeah. Uh, so because who wants to work on Memorial Day? So what I'm asking is, what are you doing Sorry, today, Jim. Memorial Day? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you take know, a second and not take un- a sip. From I a didn't drink realize you were coming back to the question. I'm right? Clearly asking
0: you a question. I was asking you one. Right I thought it, it was more like a rhetorical. Like you were asking. No. A listener. When
2: I ask a question, I expect
0: an answer. You know what? I'm predicting <laughs> that here's what I will be doing with Memorial Day. Sure. Uh, assuming it doesn't rain, I'm gonna put that big 12 foot screen up in the backyard uh, and, and watch me some movies. Maybe it'll be a movie we talk about next week on the oh, podcast. Wow. Who
2: knows? Which I have an idea for.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I think you might like it. Oh, because I think it fits the Memorial Day theme. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Patriotic.
2: It's very patriotic. Okay. Uh, But for now, we are going to be talking about another movie. um, Also (laughs) patriotic in its own right. I don't think so. I don't think it was patriotic at all. People stand up. Uh, Stand up. Uh, We are the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel. And this is where we talk about movies. Uh, Oftentimes, they're bad movies, but sometimes they're undiscovered, underappreciated gems of the cinematic universe. Whatever the case may be, we will watch them and then come back here to this forum to talk about it with each other and with you, our lovely listeners, and in this case, with our lovely co-host, uh, my friend Jessica Owens. Welcome. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Drew. Long time listener, first time caller.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so this one seemed to fit perfectly because, Jessica, Joel, you may, ma- may not know. I don't. Jessica stage manages uh, a local burlesque show at the House of Blues here in DFW.
0: Oh, interesting. Now, this yes. isn't the one. Did you guys do a video game burlesque? A while ago, no. Oh, that's was that a di- your, That's a different. That was your competitor. Yeah. A Way to go, Joel. Sorry, who should not be named. Well, how am I supposed to know? Well, maybe ask questions before we start recording. It's Whoa.
1: not your fault. <laughs> it's exploded in the last few years. So just burlesque
0: in general. Yes, yeah. just yeah. burlesque in general. You're absolutely right.
1: Everybody I, wants to take their clothes off. And
2: I think it's due in no small part. To this film that we're going to be talking about tonight.
0: (laughs) Single handedly (laughs) responsible for the resurgence of burlesque in America. The
2: movie Burlesque, starring Christina Aguilera, Cher, and Stanley Tucci. As the same character he plays in every movie,
1: <laughs> I, have, I have that in my notes. I think we, really we all is have this that. What in the happened notes? when he left Miranda in <laughs> <laughs> the Devil Wears Prada. The Devil <laughs>
2: Prada? Seriously, I was like, this is seriously Devil Wears Prada. Stanley Tucci <laughs> just <laughs> working a burlesque club,
0: and he even has like a scene where he like makes her over, and he's like,
2: right? Is it? G-? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He explicitly mm-hmm. comes yeah. out and yeah. says yeah. that's right. He's, oh yeah, it's that the whole he sleeps with Mike the uh, or Mark the, the the DJ. That's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
0: But also, well, do we want to spoil it so far? Uh Uh, my whole
2: day is spoiled having watched this movie (laughs) that (laughs) night
0: in Monte Carlo
2: yes that's right
1: it was Lake Tahoe
2: (laughs) (laughs) nice and it was Lake Tahoe took the bait Uh, (laughs) yeah he did Um, ew (laughs) yeah alright so right off the bat like this movie plays like a, a treatment for a Jessica Simpson movie. It's just small town girl gets her 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 waitress and money together and decides to shove off to L.A.
0: I'm going out to L.A. to the big city. To yeah, become,
1: because to be... it always works out so well <laughs> whenever you move to L.A.
0: <laughs> right? I have no. I have. I'm gonna kind of my finger. I know like five people who've gone out to L.A. and then have come back within like a three to six month period. Oh yeah, and I'm and not because like I. Some sort of failure. Like I think they realized, oh, this isn't what it's portrayed in movies and TV. It's a lot of work, and I have to share a room with like three other people Uh for fifteen hundred dollars a month in a four hundred square foot apartment.
2: Here's what I want to say about that. You know, I I know a lot of folks in theater here in in town, uh, and a lot of folks that try to get work on some of the locally produced TV shows. It's already a rough cattle call to get work in Dallas. Yes, going out to LA, yeah, there are more opportunities, but there are about. 200% more people that you're competing with
0: to get those jobs. And everybody is just as skilled and beautiful, if not more so, and really a lot of it just kind of comes down to luck, right? Right place,
2: right time? I think so. I mean, all you got to do is be walking down the streets of of Hollywood And and see a burlesque lounge and a, a hot, uh, a hot mama named Coco <laughs> hanging out on the uh, on the fire escape,
1: fixing her thigh high. Yeah, because
2: mm-hmm. that's where you fix them up.
1: Exactly. Right.
2: Because in broad daylight. Because the burlesque club, the burlesque lounge in L.A. is obviously a, a little piece of New Orleans. You know, that's <laughs> that's I think the way they wanted
0: to paint this up. Yeah. Was this a poor man's Moulin Rouge? Oh. Ah. Uh. No, it wasn't trying to be a period beast. Jessica has an opinion.
1: No, it was based off of Robin Anton's Pussycat Dolls wh- back in the day when uh, they were like a cabaret burlesque troupe, And right. so I think it was trying to capture that um, Wait, is and Robin, didn't.
2: Is Robin Anton related to Sean Anton, or whoever it is that directed this movie? He sure looks like
0: him. I never made that connection. They're both named Anton. I have to Google this now. It's the Google. I think you might be right, because he looks like that guy. Well, because I'm kind of trying to figure out why Troy
2: from The Goonies had such a passion to make, <laughs> he wrote and directed this movie about burlesque.
1: I never put that connection together. <laughs> is that really the truth? That's his yeah. last name
2: is Anton, something Anton. And so now I'm really curious if they're related somehow. And this is like an homage to family. Wow, that would be so ridiculous. So needless to say, Christina Aguilera um, is, is horrible. <laughs> In this oh, movie, can we just say on. that she's terrible? No, no she's,
0: she's not. Hor- no, Britney Spears is terrible. She's not. Christina in this Aguilera movie. is. I know. What I'm ag- just saying. Apples to apples, buddy. Look, no, no, no. I agree with you that that that
2: Spears is horrible <laughs> in Crossroads, but that doesn't mean that Christina Aguilera is not horrible in this film. She's she's terrible. Eh. There's nothing sincere about her, and I don't think that's the writing. I think that's her performance.
0: But she has. Oh, okay, but here's here's the difference. She is obviously comfortable in front of the camera, like, she's got a nice rapport with some of the other people, as opposed to somebody who doesn't, like, feels out of their skin on stage, and I mean, she feels very comfortable in what she's doing, and especially when she flips that switch and starts doing her little, she's a little moneymaker on stage. You mean um, what she does in concerts all the time? <laughs> this is what I'm but saying. But that's
1: because she's a performer. She's of not an actor. Like there's the, the parts that like just was like oh god I have to fast forward is when she's yelling at Cher yes. like give me a chance and you can tell it was dubbed after the fact because yeah. it was I just lot so lot horrible. Was,
0: I think a lot of it was ad lib. Like I don't think there were. I think there was like a part in the section in the script where it's like okay and then Cher argues with <laughs> with Christina. Do you, you think they did this Curb Your enthusiasm style? Uh, I mean, she... well, there was no dialogue. They just had to improvise it all. First of all, not only would I not. Have hired uh, Christina Aguilera if she talked to me that way. If I own this establishment, you're like the new girl. You're, I didn't even hire you to be a waitress. You just picked up a tray and started picking up drinks, uh-huh. and now you're yelling at me saying, Give me a chance, bitch. Get out on the street, get out of here, don't waste my time. But Cher sees something in her, she sees that spark. she
1: relates to her. That's right.
0: Well, she, she sees a young her. Cher, and she's desperate. And, and yes,
2: she's absolutely desperate because the burlesque club is in danger of being foreclosed on, uh, which they repeat over and over and over again. the, the. The bank foreclosing is the ticking clock of this movie.
1: On two mortgages.
2: Uh huh. So, so at one point they they took out a second mortgage on this burlesque club. Maybe that's the point where you feel like maybe business isn't booming quite as good as we want it to. Yeah. Uh, what I didn't get from this film, and despite the five different songs with the word burlesque in it, I did not get the passion right that these people actually had for burlesque i did not get that passion from them i didn't understand how you found yourself in this much debt because you just loved burlesque and you loved the lifestyle and you loved mm-hmm. what it was you know i see stuff that jessica types on facebook about like a show that she did and she's like man you know i i, I got to give it to the dedication of these people and they're really inspiring and she goes on uh, you know describing like what she worked on and how it was rewarding I didn't get any of that in this two hour movie. Yeah. I didn't get any of that.
1: Except from Stanley Tucci. Except from Stanley yeah. Tucci. And maybe
0: a little bit Alan Cumming. I and wonder
1: if C- Alan Cumming was ever like, I was the MC in Cabaret. <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, folks, uh, this just in Steve Anton is in fact the brother of Robin Anton. Okay. So there you go. So there you, there, there you are. Yeah. So if anyone was going to make a movie about burlesque, yeah. unfortunately it was this guy. Also looks like he may have turned to cross-dressing just based on my Google Images search. Yeah, yeah. so uh, hitting a little close to home with the burlesque.
2: Well, and I kind of feel like those were the things that were missing from this movie about burlesque was like the showmanship, the, right. the you know, the drag. Both, you know, man is woman, woman is man. Uh, unless you count share <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god i think mean, she's so plastic but she's so good she's like, i love her scenes in the movie cuz she's the only like performer but uh, well i'm like can your face move when you <laughs> right? when you try to make expressions yeah so
2: botoxed out I kind of think that Joel and I are about to take exception with the same point. You talking about the very first scene where she no. sings? No. Well, oh, of it. course I've got a problem with that. No, you go ahead. <laughs> so well, well do no, you were going to say that order. she's
0: always on screen alone, except but that first number where she's introduced, she's she's standing alone. She almost looks like a mannequin. Like she doesn't have control of her limbs because nothing else is moving on her face. so It would make sense her, her legs don't work either, and everybody else is gyrating and dancing around her, almost like overcompensating for the fact that. She can't move more than two inches. Welcome to to a part of her body. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I guess uh, since I've been told I'm a gay man in a straight woman's body, (laughs) and I love Cher, maybe I am just a little biased. So,
2: look, I love Cher. You give me moonlighting or moonlight. Moonstruck.
0: (laughs) There you go. I was
2: going like the Bruce Willis show. No, that's
0: not what it is. Get over it. No,
2: her show Moonstruck, the the movie Moonstruck she did with uh, with Uh, Danny Aiello and Nick Cage. Mm -hmm. It was so good. She won an Oscar for that. Yeah, and well deserved. You know, you think about her role in The Witches of Eastwick, uh, or or in Mermaids. You know that she's she's had some great performances, but this is, I can't put this among them. I can. But I do agree that she's a great performer. She is a great showwoman. Uh, but I think she's horribly underutilized yes. in this film. She's underutilized, and and the the moments that are supposed to be her moments are so like lacking in any kind of direction or 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 inspiration. There's this one bit mm-hmm. where she's like she's kind of hit a little bit of rock bottom. She hits rock bottom about three times in this movie. <laughs> yeah. But there's this one point where she kind of hits rock bottom she's packing up her stuff right. and she's getting ready to leave the burlesque club and Dave the DJ <laughs> stops her and he's like hey Tess I got this track that you wanted to to, to work on I'm yeah. sorry it took me so long she's like oh man I completely forgot about it he's like it's alright you want me to come back tomorrow early and we'll work on it and she's like no we'll do it now and what follows mm-hmm. is basically a song that sums up all of Cher's feelings right. at that moment Yeah, but She doesn't do any kind of a a burlesque routine to it. No, she's sitting in a chair. She's sitting in a chair singing. And I kind of feel like if you're rehearsing something for burlesque, it would be... Choreography, like you would be rehearsing the choreography to the song. Instead, she just said it was Rizzo from Greece
0: singing. <laughs> yes. There were worse things I could yes, do. Yes, <laughs> which is the part that everybody always goes to the bathroom or fast forwards it, exactly. through in Greece. Even though I love Stalker Channing, I do uh, love. Stockard I agree Chan. with you. That's kind of the moment where I'm like, all right, we can kind of. It's the refractory period yeah. of Greece. <laughs> there are worse things I can do. I'm going to do them right now while you're singing.
1: Speaking of dance, I love how in the beginning it's like, "Hey, dance montage" to let you know this is a dance movie. <laughs> yeah, yep. there's dancing I promise. Is but we're gonna get to it so dance montage. And <laughs> I, I will give it to this the dancers are very, very skilled. Oh, yeah, and I'm not talking about like Christina Aguilera, but like Julianne Huff Julian and then mm-hmm. all the backup dancers. They're very skilled, very technique, then they're giving it everything they've got. Mm-hmm. Yes, but unfortunately, they're in the back.
2: The, yes, they're in the back, and they're part of a, a movie that has no conceivable story. There's uh, no one in this movie has an arc.
0: I kind of thought, okay, so the way it starts off where we have Christina Aguilera in her in her bar S- she's, singing she's singing in the quit. dirty she's, diner. Exactly, yeah.
2: Wow, well, sometimes.
0: But then there's a, and so like they're cutting back and forth between actual burlesque going on and then her in her in her current environment. And I thought for a second they were going to do kind of a Chicago sort of thing where it was like, oh, "Okay, this is what is happening in her in her mind that she's projecting but in the reality she's this little Cinderella story yeah would have been much more interesting if they would have done that or found a way to like make it a musical. this is a musical, right? It should have yes. been it should have been. There are yes. what four or five, maybe six different like musical numbers. But the problem
2: is these songs don't organically yes. flow into the story of the movie. Instead, it's presented like, all right, taking the stage now is this. But each time, like the songs do represent what's going on with the characters yeah. at that time. But it's so so foggy. The way that it's presented, it, it doesn't work. And they kind of, they pick and choose like when they want this to go from like, okay, it's kind of a fantasy song sequence to now it's a bit that's on stage. Right. But it doesn't translate seamlessly between the two. I agree. And it just, it feels like a train wreck every time these things happen.
0: It just feels like a series of music videos that they shot. And yes. this is like an album. You know how every now and then, well, Christina Aguilar has probably done it. which we'll is just release all of our music videos that I've done for this album as one compilation. Yeah. And that's what this felt like with a little bit of uh, some plot threaded between. Uh huh. Thinly at that.
1: I think the thing, like the question I had is if they're singing from CDs or lip singing, for lip syncing or whatever from CDs, why the hell do they have a live band? Yeah. Why do they have a live band <laughs> that's, that's, that's just one like a cute, all
0: my of a my sudden? Oh, that's how we get that cool Christina Aguilera number where she takes control. Where, where Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. The Kristen Bell. Christian oh Bale. God, she looks so great in this she movie. She looks amazing. She looks and great in everything. Oh she God. looked great covered in feces.
1: Uh, I took my husband to see this movie because he gets dragged to everything. And when Kristen Bell, like Bell, walks up, he's like, "Oh, okay. Like
0: mm-hmm.
2: now I'm
1: in for the long haul yeah. to see." Because she looked great.
2: Why was she not the star of this movie? She can act. She can sing. She can dance.
0: But this movie isn't for. People who enjoy acting, it's for people who enjoy share and Christina Aguilera.
1: Because at the time, it was promoted like a voice of the generation of this generation right. and a voice of this generation come together in one movie. And it's And it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> done. Yes.
2: You know, Kristen Bell is a character, another character that I feel like had had something pretty decent to work with that we could have actually seen some change affected you know and and we could have seen like maybe this is supposed to represent the road that christina could go down right if she keeps behaving the way she is mm-hmm. that that Kristen bell is the cautionary tale right what i was hoping to see was that christina aguilera starts to kind of forget her buddies Little big too and too yeah big for big and then she ends up going she has that same fall that Kristen Bell goes through, and that maybe she and Kristen Bell kind of suddenly see each other for who they are, and then work together you're, to like bring the the burlesque club back. You're describing the last act of
0: Chicago. I was yeah. about to say that's like what Roxy happens in Velma. Yeah, in, in better movies. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So so why couldn't we just do that? <laughs> might as well. They're ripping off everything <laughs> Speaking else.
1: Speaking of Kristen Bell's performance, so there is actually one act that I could that would say I would take it and I would produce it and put it on stage, and it's that Dr. Long John where she's in the <laughs> bodysuit. Yes. Yeah. That. I could see an, an actual like burlesque show. No, I'm just going to get to the the chase Like this says burlesque And I saw absolutely No TNA No there was If I'm gonna go To a burlesque show I want TNA
2: There was one yes. burlesque What I would consider A burlesque sequence And that was when Christina Aguilera Was performing And the clothes were flying off And she's covering herself With the feathers Oh yes. yeah That was really the only bit That <laughs> I was like I thought you were, Well that's kind of burlesque you are
0: talking About the Ellen coming scene With the like the two girls where <laughs> And the like banana And the banana That's right well, That was fun But that's it that's what fun. I like About burlesque Because it's like risque And sexy But it's still it's There's some but comedy there m- the, but this, like movie, this
2: movie called Burlesque is not risque. It's not sexy. Yeah. It's so uh. homogenized. And, and, you know, I don't know if that's because, like, well, we've got Julian Hoff on here and she's, you know, Puritan. Like, you can't. Oh, good you, call. She, she needs to keep things need to be PG, you know, if we're going to have her working on this film. And then it's like, well, then you need something with a little bit more of an edge. If you're going to make this movie about burlesque, I mean, God, I see stuff on YouTube that's a lot more entertaining, a lot more edgy than what I saw in this movie. The only real, like, challenge, the the only place where I think anyone met the challenge in this movie was finding so many words that rhymed with burlesque to put in the songs. (laughs) Because they, they managed to rhyme a crap load of things with burlesque.
0: You have some examples?
2: Uh, no, oh, damn. I don't. I don't and, remember. And I was talking with Sarah about this earlier, and she's like, "Like what?" I'm like, "I don't remember right now." <laughs> but I know they have like five songs that have burlesque in there, and they rhyme it. They rhyme stuff with burlesque. Uh, if you ever forgot what this movie was about, uh, this movie does something that I absolutely abhor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and going back to like that, this movie is kind of like a Jessica Simpson movie. Mm-hmm. Where Christina is like, hitting the streets of Hollywood, trying to find a job. Oh, no! I have this written down, too! <laughs> and she's got the newspaper out. Okay. And she's just, like, hitting the streets, scratching stuff off
1: see you guys have that and i'm i have the note of nobody goes walking in la in white high heels
0: (laughs) that's true when you're you're job hunting
1: and they still remain white at the end of the day (laughs) and you're you're, at the end you're still kind of strutting no no No, 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 not happening
0: it's that cliched like a close-up of the newspaper with the circle and then she goes and knocks on a door and it gets slammed in her face and then x out the the onto the next one Uh It's like this this isn't 1995 no. this movie came out in 2010 like she would be doing this all with her smartphone using Google Maps she wouldn't be carrying a paper around no this is and it's lazy filmmaking it's also you know, really. we, we
2: talk about constantly on this podcast we talk about show me don't tell me but this is like lowest common denominator show me yeah we, we get it. You could have her just going from place to place and God forbid, maybe hire some extras that she can interact with and like be like, no, sorry, you know, jobs filled or something like that. Mm-hmm. Build this world up a little bit because the scope of this film is so narrow. Yes. That it feels it feels claustrophobic. It feels like I'm stuck in a box.
0: It makes me feel like I could fly out to L.A. and be a burlesque dancer. Oh,
2: abso- you absolutely could. Uh, you have oh. better legs. Oh, th-
0: thanks to than Christina Aguilera. Yes.
1: So she gets her job because she walks backstage and as a stage manager, oh. dealing with women that are practically nude and everything backstage, I would fire yeah. Yeah. the stage G-TFO. manager. Like, oh, God. But <laughs> see, that just annoys me because I'm a stage manager. Yeah. But how convenient that Julianne Huff gets knocked up and now there's an open spot there's on the open line. There's an spot, yes. Mm-hmm. Dun, and dun, dun, dun. I forgot
2: Julianne Huff was in this movie until they came back to like the wedding sequence. Oh, right. Where she's getting married in like the the, the, the like, thigh-high skirt. <laughs> I was like, wow,
0: it's your wedding.
1: <laughs> Would Maybe you see a belly let a you know bit. how much time has passed? Yes.
0: Oh, that's true. It's a good way of doing it. I, I, I forgot it was her Just because of the wig The the, the black hair I'm so used to seeing her As a, as a bleach blonde As a blonde Or mm. wearing
2: the, With the pink hair If you, if mm. you watch Dancing with the That's Stars right. I mean what Like I do I don't know what you're talking about um,
0: I'm more of a So you think you can dance Kind of guy Oh really That's how I roll Oh yeah we've talked about We this. have talked about this <laughs> embarrassing. Joel do you
2: think you can dance
0: Uh, No in fact I don't think I can dance I know you I know. cannot dance oh, I was about to say You know you can I dance I like the part of everybody your brain Everybody cut
2: Everybody cut
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like the part of your brain Where like you can look in a mirror and or, or like if you were to strike a pose right now and ask me to reproduce it. Strike a pose. Not a chance. Well, unless unless I'm voguing, in which case. There you go. I might be able to do that one. Yeah. But I also don't have breasts.
2: Well, <laughs> uh, maybe. Oh. No, you don't. I, not, not
1: at all. Victoria's Secret.
2: <laughs> so what does it say about our protagonist that within the first few minutes when she's in the burlesque club, she turns to Jack the bartender and she's like, hey, who do I have to flirt with to get from here I know. to there? A little Which, hussy. For for a for a PG movie, a PG thirteen movie, who do I have to flirt with is pretty much the PG thirteen equivalent of who do I have to blow That's right. to get from here to there? And I think that that reflects poorly on our main character. Yes. That she doesn't decide like, hey, what, what do I need to do? What can I do to be up there? Like what kind of what kind of work? Do you have anything open? You know, I will do anything that it takes. We didn't get that right off the bat. We got like, what's the easiest way mm-hmm. that I can get to to be
0: on stage? The first twenty minutes of this movie, she's making poor life choices. She flat out steals from her job. Like she, yeah. one way to look at it is, oh, she's been overworked and the guy hasn't been fair. It hasn't been giving her paycheck. It's okay time. because he he treats her horribly. like shit. Right? Yeah, yeah we set that up. Another way to look at it would be like this chick's got her head in the clouds and she's a thief. And she has no remorse about it. No, and then she,
1: she's dumb enough to hide it in the toilet. In like, the toilet. who oh, I doesn't know. hide the money I know in the that. toilet? Who
0: hasn't seen Godfather? You put your guns I, and I've your cash seen, in the no, toilet. I'm, I'm kidding. Oh, really? Mm. You've never seen The Godfather? Oh. I
1: sat through the first 15 minutes of it and got up and asked why my husband made me sit through that. You uh. didn't get out of the wedding.
2: That was an in- <laughs> what? as far as you're concerned, that movie Jessica, takes place need, at a wedding. You need to borrow. I've got it in chronological order, so it tells the story of Vito Corleone first. I think, think we talked would about like, this. that's the way I to think you'd like The Godfather 2 a lot more yes, than The Godfather. My one. Start with that one. Yeah, it's you, so good. I agree. Uh, all right, so <laughs> where, where the hell was
0: I going? I'm glad we're agreed that Godfather 2 is a good film. Godfather
1: II. Bad choices. Finally, put that Bad
0: choices. Um, I right. want to know what, love what you're is? feeling. I know
2: what love is.
0: Tell me what's on your mind. I want to know why bartender, who she's flirting with, Jack, Jack. Uh, looks like a character from Clockwork Orange. Why is he dressed like Malcolm McDowell with that stupid people, fucking pork pie hat? People dig it. Yeah. The, the customers uh, expect it. It's cabaret. It. I guess so, but he's wearing Skyliner and it, it doesn't fit. It, it didn't fit. The I feel for like me. it's maybe the only thing that fits actual burlesque. I was about to say really? it's okay.
1: cabaret, and I think they spent his shirt budget on his <laughs> eyeliner, right? <laughs> because he wears so much eyeliner in the movie, but never a shirt when he has that vest well, on.
0: Well, no, yeah. Why would you when oh. you're? When
2: oh you're no, packing I, that? I remember. How much more interesting would this movie had been if we introduced a central conflict like something like she stole from her old job. And her old boss tracks her down. Oh, upgrade. You know, from to, maybe, to maybe get maybe get his money or something. Yeah, I like that. Uh I know it's it's trite, you know, it, it's 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 not very original. But still But it's something. It, it's something that's a central conflict because this movie is a lot like um I, can't, I, I when Jeff and I went and saw a movie called The Woman in Gold mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Mm. And Good while, episode, by while way. I liked it, thank you. While I liked it, I felt like there were so many scenes where like We introduced a conflict, and within those same three minutes, we resolved it. Right. I feel like that's a lot of what happens in this movie. There's no central conflict. It's just a whole bunch of, and then this happens. Mm -hmm. And we've got to quickly resolve this. You know, she gets her place broken into, and she somehow knows where Jack lives. Uh, Stalker much? (laughs) Yes. like,
1: poor choices, poor choices. (laughs) You've known him two days, and you're like, can I crash on your couch? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I also thought, I don't know, is it a... Am I being sensitive by being offended by the fact that, like, it's okay that she's totally taking up his time and resources because she thinks he's gay, but the minute she realizes he's straight, I gotta get the fuck out of here.
2: Which is so confusing, Joel, because when she finds out that he's straight, she couldn't get out of there fast enough, but this movie... He is ever being punished for being faithful to his fiance. Yes. He's being punished by her. He's being like guilted by Stanley Tucci the entire movie. That's right. Yeah. Where he's like, but I'm engaged and Stanley Tucci's like, Well, where is she? Yeah. She's in New York and I bet when you talk to each other, you just talk about her. I'm like well, that's no different than Christina Aguilera. <laughs> like she's very self centered in My this movie. Dreams and- yeah, you exactly. Know, the
1: best the and I say best with quotations line in the uh. movies when he's fighting with his girlfriend on the phone and he looks at Christina Aguilera at the wedding. And he's like, well, maybe I'm looking at my future right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Actually, uh. we, we can go ahead and say that all of the dialogue they have between each other is just utter trite. Every
1: scene yes. is is so forced. There's, it's like, oh, God. It's drivel.
2: And you, you, no, you never get any pure chemistry between these two characters. Mm-mm. I don't buy it.
1: The only time I buy it is like, after the, yeah, because sleeping together never makes anything awkward. (laughs) Like, after that, okay, maybe it works, but you don't act that way the rest of the movie. Yeah,
0: also, he's not really painted as a nice guy either because, like, (laughs) he's got her warming up on the bench. And then the minute the fiance calls it oh, off, yeah. he's like, "I'm getting, Dad's getting laid tonight. Getting some strange tonight."
2: Mm-hmm. And and at first, I, I had even made the note. I was like, "Good for him that he like kisses her good night or whatever." And is like, "I'm going go to go into my bedroom." To, right. Then he comes back mm-hmm. and he's got the PJs. And then that he goes back whole the scene, it
0: was so creepy. It was like the animal cracker scene from Armageddon. It, I was like, "This isn't sexy or playful," and the way Christina Aguilera was playing it. <laughs> oh, I'm so innocent. I'm going to blow him 30 seconds from now, but yeah. for right now, I'm just going to bat my eyes. And I just act coy. Yes. I'm going to act coy. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I would have enjoyed the characters way more if they would have restrained themselves a little bit and handled it maturely and been like, okay, you know what? Now Now game on, but we can take our time with it now. That's okay, And we even have like that song where Christina Aguilera, I finally found a man that's worth loving or Mm -hmm. whatever, because in essence, the story of burlesque is basically (laughs) the way I saw it was a very sloppy representation of of a girl's journey from being a girl to a woman.
0: Would you say she's not quite a girl? Not, not a girl, not yet. Not a yet a woman. That's a
1: Britney Spears song. <laughs> Maybe she's a genie in a bottle. Oh, that's I see right. What you did and there. he just
2: has to rub her the right Rubber way. The, mm,
0: yeah.
1: Well, speaking of music, I love it how he's like, "I finally finished a song." She's like, "Can I see it?" He's like, "No, mm. but you can sing it." Can and then it. comes burlesque. <laughs> it's right.
2: Show me how to burlesque, or I can't. I can't remember Something what it's really like called. That. But yeah, it's like, show me how you burlesque. Yeah.
0: Really, dude. I don't buy that guy writing any music well, he's, or playing an
2: instrument. Joel, they describe that he's a piano player. Mm-hmm. Yes, he, there's no way you wrote that song on the piano. Just being a piano player, <laughs> like, right. how did you write all those other parts? Mm. And I know people say like, if you can learn how to play the piano, you could play anything. Uh, nothing about this guy made me think like that was the song that was going to come out of him. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, <laughs> also, sad song. Christina Aguilera's sad song sad. It's, That's yes, when she knows she's yes. going the wrong direction. Direction. <laughs> sad song It makes, means I'm sad. The sad <laughs>
2: song that leads into her finding out that like the industrialist guy is like, "Oh no, you want to make money." Right. That's horrible. Please. I don't like you. You're going to do that with the burlesque building? Well, yeah, dude. He's not going to keep the a burlesque theater because he wants to be a successful businessman. Mm-hmm. That business is in the freaking tubes right now. It's in the gutter. Uh, So, yeah, he's going to turn it around and try to make a profit. But can we then – can we jump from that – we are all over the place here – but can we jump from that to the weird, like, ending to this movie? Like how – a movie called Burlesque, the the central – what you think is going to be the central – the conflict is resolved not
0: through putting on, like, a huge show. Oh, right. Which is what should be – the, yeah. the climax what, of a movie called Burlesque. That's what the Muppets would have done? Right, they would have put they, on a show and get well, asses and seats. Everybody,
1: we're gonna put on a show. Miss Piggy's gonna strip. Was the plot of the Muppet movie. That's <laughs> yes. what I'm saying. Yes.
0: yes.
2: <laughs> Instead, they go to some like some dude's office, who we never met before, but right. we try to like. Well, remember when you tried to? Bu- well, I'm gonna do my share. Remember when you tried to <laughs> bar my business you're, from you're me? You're moving too much.
0: You're moving too oh. much. oh,
2: <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> you remember when you were trying to buy my business from me? Yeah, you want me to try to buy it now? <laughs> like, okay, that's horrible. That's sloppy. You you should have introduced this guy. Mm-hmm. This dude should have been Vincent. Right? Yes. Vincent, her ex-husband, should have never been, like, a co-owner of the club. He should have been this guy.
1: Like, was Peter Gallagher, like, that strapped for cash.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> that he plays I, husband at the bar. <laughs>
1: I don't understand what he's doing here, this whole movie. But you're right, like the obscure legalese is what saves the club. Uh-huh. Like yeah. something that you hear of just in passing. Yeah.
0: That was never talked about before. No, it was it was barely introduced. talked
2: about. He the the dude Marcus talks about it for just a little bit. Marcus is this douchebag guy that's yes. like, I'm a I'm a card carrying member of this burlesque club and I'm dating Kristen Bell.
1: No, he's a black Amex. Oh, carrier black Amex. Right. Ninety one.
2: Okay, I wasn't paying much attention to what he was passing around. Uh, so he's dating the Kristen Bell character, but then when Christina Aguilera becomes the big thing, mm-hmm. he starts like courting her. It's some strange and takes her back to his place where there's a party going on. Yes, And his then party. starts talking about like I have the second greatest view in California. What's the first? And he's just looking at her. Right. It's like that is so creepy. Mm-hmm. That's so horrible. <laughs> yes. But that's where he like starts throwing her like the yeah. Well, if you've ever heard of like open air laws, I own the air above this this whole valley, and she like retains that nugget. And, like, at the very end, instead of doing a show to save the burlesque lounge, she's like, Hey, listen, Tess, have you ever heard of open air? Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you something. And then, like, they just rectify it. Cher suddenly shows up and she's got a check of yep. money. Mm-hmm. What, uh, where, where's nothing? And that's what frustrates me so much about movies like this and this one especially mm-hmm. is no one earns anything they didn't yeah there's nothing earned no knowledge no money like they didn't earn didn't their solve way the out of the problem through a yeah a it just or, mm-hmm. it just happened due to convenience mm-hmm. and that is so frustrating frustrating and it's insulting to me as a movie watcher like i i want to if i want this fa- this movie to have a face so i could just kick it
1: <laughs> i'm just insulted cuz i didn't get any tna
0: yeah <laughs> really? i know there's a little disappointing I thought okay so you know Christina Aguilera is not going to and Kristen Bell probably won't. Has definitely not Julianne Hoff. Definitely not no, Julianne. Oh yeah, she's yeah, she's got to she got to pray the Jesus away. Yeah, and then um, make love to her brother. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's out get hyper paraboo or somebody in this movie who doesn't have a problem with showing her tits. There's a movie called Burlesque.
1: But you don't even have to to show. I mean, there's pasties, there's exactly, tassels. Exactly. Exactly. Do it
0: classy. That's what Burlesque is all about, right?
2: I'm, well, they'd sing about it. <laughs> <laughs> we we find out in a few songs that that's what it's about
1: I guess uh, my favorite line or Cher delivers or it's like the most acting She does is when she says aren't you spreading Yourself a little thin between Jack And Marcus I was like she just called her home
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah she did She did and then she like later in the movie though Acts like she doesn't realize That Allie's been seeing Marcus mm-hmm. She's like wait a minute you've been seeing Marcus <laughs> I didn't know you were that close I, know you're, I didn't know you were that close <laughs> I make her sound like Ted Koppel. <laughs> yeah.
0: or Nightline. Or Sean Connery. It's Sean
2: Connery. <laughs> uh, no, so we we go back and forth. Like, characters know information just because it's convenient to the scene at that moment. And then they'll forget it because we need to bring it up later. So, all right, you d- you don't remember this thing that we're talking about, so we're going to bring it up. We're going to basically pound it over the head of the audience until you submit. Um the uh what, what they lacked what they lacked in authentic burlesque presentation mm-hmm. oh they made up for in like quirky rom-com behavior Ugh. where christina Aguilera is falling over she's putting on her pants and she falls over with a scream she it, it they, they they get into the, the after the wedding they get back into his apartment and they're falling all over the place and they're dropping the the the, the lamp and he's telling it to stay and she says ah! oh annoying as hell
0: yeah yeah a little bit
1: as a dancer, what annoyed the crap out of me is she's supposed to be serving. And see, you know oh. me, like I like to be in charge. She's in serving and she's like, oh, wrist flick. She's doing oh. the moves. And she does actually have a Chicago moment where she imagines herself like in stage, but she still has the tray. I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> the glitter's falling all over her and she has the tray in her hand.
2: Uh, okay, Jess, you're a dancer mm-hmm. uh, or you've danced. When you're trying to, like, work on choreography and stuff, do you, while you're walking down the street, while you're listening to music, do you, like, like do the moves just <laughs> with the hands?
1: Um... Sometimes does that? Uh. Is that some, that's
2: really that's something that you guys do.
1: If I'm walking and moves, I, I hear it in my he- head's like, I'll start doing the stripper walk, like, <laughs> the, like the burlesque walk, and 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 that's oh, that's also another beef like I have is because Alan Cumming's like, there's no strippers in here. Almost all the burlesque people yes. that I know embrace the word stripper because yeah. stripper is a tradition, is what they called the burlesque dancers in the fifties. Oh, interesting. Yes, and and so when he's like strippers, I was like, ooh, <laughs> that's a no Somebody no, didn't do but, their research. And
2: you should know better, Alan Cummings. <laughs>
1: but yeah, like when you're walking, start doing the sway or like, hey, do the bump and grind. And um, yeah, but that's just me.
0: <laughs> I do that in the shower too. Or of- the grocery store sometimes. Oh, wow. Getting something off the top shelf. You'd be surprised
1: where you can do a stripper walk. If you have a long aisle to yourself, and just. Let it go and let God.
0: Let it go. We'll leave that to the imagination.
2: Bringing us to Kristen Bell. Let it go. Uh, <laughs> all right. So speaking of Kristen Bell, mm-hmm. uh, who is kind of the um, what, what is it in the movie Showgirls? What was a?
0: Uh, oh, she's a uh, uh, shit. What is that chick's name? Yeah, I can't. <sighs> Jean, see, the Gina Gershon Gina Gershon. Gershon. Gina Gershon. She's the
2: Gina Gershon character in this movie. Uh, is so, Crystal? Yeah, I think it is. I wow, think it's Crystal. Oh, good memory. Damn, that's good.
1: Oh, I love that movie. Oh, oh, no. Oh, coming soon to an episode <laughs> of the <energy laughs> Yes, bank. we'll
2: be bringing you back for that. <laughs> so she gets pissed off because Cher's like, I'm going to write the entire show around About Allie mm-hmm. uh, And so Kristen Bell gets pissed, and it's up to Christina Aguilera. She's got to perform the part because Kristen Bell's drunk. Kristen Bell goes <laughs> up to the sound booth. And uh, and tells the sound guy Dave, "Yeah, hey Tess wants to talk to you." He's like, mm-hmm. "God damn it, I gotta keep on going. I gotta go down there." Da 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 Talking to himself as he goes down. Christina Aguilera's is getting ready to perform her number, mm-hmm. and that's when Kristen Bell just pulls all the Sabotage. pulls everything out. Sabotage. She didn't know. Fucking Aguilera
0: sings. Yes, that's right. And also, there's a band on and stage. There's a band on stage Who could play once again.
1: Yes. Where the hell is your stage <laughs> manager?
0: I want to know who the fuck is. Okay, so yes, there's no music being played. There's no DJ to play music yet. A fully choreographed light show and happens to out, go along with this. Well, because who's so- running the board? Sometimes
2: lights is a different board. Sometimes. Well, where was it. that guy? They didn't Listen, show that guy. Joel, I hear you. You're right. I don't right. care. What I care about is Christina goes through that entire number, that uh-huh. entire song, yeah. and it's a good like three minute deal. Mm-hmm. It ends. She goes off stage. Dave the fucking sound guy is still, still standing on, on the wings. Like if I was sure, I'd be like, "Uh, shouldn't you be fucking Get back to your post. Get back up. Well, there.
1: that's everybody. I'm like, "Is this the end of the fucking show?" Like, I don't know. you guys have another act you need to be changing <laughs> oh, for? There like, you go. Yeah. let's go. Have you everybody. never had a power
0: outage or a technical difficulty before? The show must go on. That's right. The Empty spaces. <laughs> um is That Lim is. <laughs> yes, that empty is. Empty chairs, it's, and it's, empty tables. No, actually I was
2: singing Queen, but yeah. Mm. No, iro- the ironic. Sh- the show must go on. Gotcha. Did you? Do you get me? I do. I do. So, um, Feel dog. so Cher talks about how like beautiful Allie is on the inside. <laughs> that she she even tells yeah. Cr- Kristen Bell like she she reminds me of you, but she's beautiful on the inside too. Burn. But she's not. Mm. Like Allie doesn't do anything in the course of this movie to prove that she is a beautiful person on the inside. She's got drive. She saves the club. Jill. She she does. She saves the club. She saves her own job.
0: She does a lot of yelling at, at superiors. A
2: lot of a lot of what she does in this movie is so selfishly motivated. Oh, all of it. Yeah, one hundred percent. So where are we getting that she's a beautiful person on the inside, and especially at this point, before she saved the club?
0: Oh, and like she's staying with a guy who she knows has a fiance that should already be a no no. Get your ass go to a fucking hostel for uh-huh. a couple of days and get your shit together until you can find your own place.
1: And then there's one part where she's trying to tell Cher and Stanley Tucci, like, they need to start singing and Cher's like, it's above your pay grade. She goes, I don't understand what that means. I know. So, it's yeah. like,
0: that's kind of, it's not, it's <laughs> it's not a metaphor for anything. No. It's literally you above, above, above your, your pay, pay grade. It's above your pay grade. There's no... Uh, yeah, you don't need to read into that <laughs> it's at the all. Double meaning. It's on the surface.
1: But that whole part where it's like, "Oh, now she's going to sing." And I'm like, "Nobody's voice projects like that no. in an empty room. Nobody's voice projects like that." And then a band on top of it? No.
0: Oh, and they're able something. to like pick up on the right chord. Like, well, it's, she's it's like the end of Back to the Future, Joel. <laughs> A little bit.
2: <laughs> where we no, like, that's... all right, it's going to be this, and just stick with me and try to
0: stay with the changes. But it's
2: but it's like three
0: chords that they play over and over again. That's fine. This one has like you know beats and crescendos and it's there's there's and all the dancers know the choreography too and the fucking light show. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, it's... unbelievable. Well, I kind of
2: feel like they stuck with most of the regular choreography until she pulls like the tambourine player up on stage. Mm -hmm. Mm. Then I was like, how does he know what he he has to do? That's exactly
1: what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Like you improvise, but they seem to be like on the same step. He knew mm -hmm.
2: what he was doing. He was like, if anybody ever pulls me up on stage, that's what I'm going to do.
1: It's like if that were me, I'd do a Courtney Cox, you know, and like that Bruce Springsteen (laughs) video. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Dancing in the dark. The dancing
2: in the dark video. Uh, This movie, speaking of music videos, this movie is pretty much Poison's Fallen Angel video for two hours. (laughs) Yeah. About a chick who leaves her small town home and becomes a a, a model, but, like, loses all of her values and her morals and then realizes that she's lost lost herself and kicks, like, her agent in the balls and goes back on the bus to go back to the small town. Hmm. That's, except,
0: except none she, of that last part.
2: Except she doesn't go back to the small I'm town. I'm
1: kind of lost because I think that came out before I was born. Oh. It
2: sure did. It sure <laughs> so did. So young. So naive. <laughs> um. Okay, so we have a huge burlesque community here in DFW. Yes. I have yet to see the Dallas Morning News print up an article about a burlesque <laughs> performance. Like front page news. Right, I know. Burlesque. Guys, burlesque here in Dallas. I don't know if that's actually happened.
1: In a couple ways. And that's actually one of the things that I'm working on right now. Yeah. Ooh, um, good. We have some very talented, world internationally ranked. They like, I'm going to Vegas with the girls here in June, and it's like the Super Bowl at Burlesque. And we have Ooh. a couple performers like. Super Zeta, Burlesque. Super it's Burlesque. It's called <laughs> Miss Exotic World. Ooh, so, I like that. So, yeah, uh, and a couple of the girls that are from Dallas will be performing. Uh, we, nice. So it, well, Texas is is definitely representing this year. We got four people in the competition in the big one. So it's huge, and I'm actually trying to reach out to outlets to get people to, like, take notice.
2: Yeah, and it would be nice if, if people would notice because what we have here in this town is real burlesque. What they have in this imaginary Hollywood burlesque lounge is... It's just Christina Aguilera concerts every night. Yes.
1: No, it's a pussy, da- pussy cat doll concert. There you go. That's is that what is. that is? It's it, yeah. That's all the pussy cat doll lounges. Oh, okay. do
0: they not get nude? No. Oh, I didn't realize that. It's they all just, just they just wear like lingerie and sing. Yes. Pomp and circumstance. Wow. Which is what I'm saying that's, that's, <laughs> Jeff is shaking his head disapprovingly at that's that.
1: That's Robin Anton's baby.
0: Mm-hmm. And. Well, there you go. This is Troy Anton's, uh, but at the end, it's it's like okay,
1: so they saved the club. She bought out Peter Gallagher, Mm -hmm. and then it looks like the club got an upgrade with those giant lights, which I know is like a stage manager's (laughs)
2: spell burlesque.
1: Yes, it's every stage manager's nightmare, (laughs) like and lighting guy's nightmare. It's like I can't imagine being in that audience and seeing like the flash. Like just pray nobody in the audience has epilepsy. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) I did think about that as well. Yeah, although. Go, go ahead, Joe. No, 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 no. Go on. Because uh, th- the one thing, the one redeeming quality that I think this Whoa, movie has. Whoa! Here we go. It's shot really well. Uh, it looks beautiful. It look, there's some the cinematography and the editing. I'm, I'm, I was, a, I was a fan. It was fun to watch visually.
2: I, I can't completely disagree with you All there. Right. Uh, I thought that you were going to go elsewhere. No, nope. but, uh, but no. I thought it, it, it wasn't. It was it was decently
0: shot. Really, it, it looked well. Oh it, man, it I it think it's gorgeous. Well. I think it's colored well. I don't know about gorgeous. Yeah, it, it it's a little. Well, I appreciate the human form, Joe, in a way that maybe uh, maybe maybe yeah. you're not on, maybe you're you, not on the you, same level. Like, then you, you should like come when, to a show. You I like love. when Jack was walking around without his uh, PJs on. <laughs> I like uh, I, I like all forms of of the human body. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What can I say? I can appreciate art in in all of its ways. Art Carney. Darts. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, did you think that when uh, when Kristen Bell and Cher were getting in their little argument in the in the parking lot, mm-hmm. that Kristen Bell was about to drive off and get in an accident? I thought that well because they kept
0: alluding to the drinking. Yeah. Oh, you're drunk again. Go you're home. You're
2: drunk. Don't drive. Don't no. don't
0: drive. You're drunk. I've seen enough after school specials to know that that person never survives. Again, or at least is seriously maimed.
2: Another motivating factor that would have maybe like changed the Kristen Bell character. Something that right. this is a character that needed to be redeemed. She a, at least they tried
0: I, to in the end,
2: but they didn't even know. No, they, it wasn't they really earned. Didn't. It was just
0: like, oh, her and Christina Aguilera are up, made up.
2: Like, she at the very end of the movie, she comes over to share and she's like, I'm sorry, I want to come back. Why? Why do you want to come back? Why we have
0: not illustrated at all
2: like that you've changed as a person, that you've earned anything, yep. that you've gained any kind Pride. of knowledge or humility. You know, it's just that I want back, and Cher's like, oh, okay, you're home again." <laughs> well, why? Why would that benefit you? She's been nothing but trouble. Yes, and Give then
1: it. she tells Christine, I'm sorry, she tells Christine Aguilera, "If you ever do half the shit she did, you'll be out on your ass so fast." I'm like, "Then why? Why did you take her?" Back? What's right? it, what do you got
0: to do to get fired around here? It, <laughs> nothing, apparently, nothing.
2: Nothing. Yeah. yeah, you know, you got Peter Gallagher's character gets paid; mm. he gets his half paid off, and That's like, right. yeah, and he's out. No, there's uh, this suffers from the same thing. That we were talking about with Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. There's no villain yes, in this movie. True. There's well, no overall villain. Even the Marcus Gilbert character right. is is like he's a good businessman. He's even like him offering her like the money. He's even he's like, I'm it's a fair offer. Like what I'm offering her is yeah, fair. It's just business. It's just business. There's no villain in this movie at all. You could even say like that Kristen Bell pulling the 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 sound cords out. You know, that's kind of a villainous act, but Seriously, when we think about villains, we think of someone who's really trying to, like, stop everything good that's going on. She doesn't want to shut down the club. She just doesn't want anybody to take her spot. Exactly. And even that is kind of sympathetic to an extent. Yeah. There's no villain in this. You needed a villain. You needed something that was really that someone that was working counter to what our protagonist mm-hmm. wanted. You know, someone who was actively trying to shut down the club.
1: That was the financial crisis of two thousand and eight. Yes. <laughs>
0: it was. That was
2: it. That was the conflict but in this movie. But that's an the intangible money. conflict. You cannot. You need to have a character that's representative of that. And that's especially who that, in a movie like this that's so simplistic. I'm surprised they didn't have someone named like. Mr. Money Fountain mm-hmm. that like you know was the evil guy that was like I right, want my money, money with a monocle exactly he could be <laughs> the Monopoly man
0: I'm pretty sure like the, the, the album cover for the Warrant uh, album where <laughs> rotten, fed filthy, fat guy stinking he's got the dollar bills coming out of his ears
1: I was watching this movie on um, like basic cable the other day and there's one part where Marcus is like I leave with my offer well I don't know. What about a partnership? And I think I remember yelling, bitch, take the money. That's yeah. the
0: other thing, too. Like, she's really financial. If anything, this should be a lesson for those people not to, like, squander their money or make bad financial decisions. Hey, guys, love and passion for what you do isn't enough to keep your dreams alive. Like, sometimes it takes hard work and some uh, some business acumen. Uh huh. Not just, yeah, and she's got a good deal, and then uh, Stanley Tucci fucking talks her out of it. Yeah, he's like, it's just a number. She gets her fire back.
2: Quirky, quirky snark. But I don't In- see insert it. Insert my st- my Stanley Tucci snark right here.
1: <laughs> because she'll never give up this club. She'll
0: never. I'll, give I'll never up. give but it up. Maybe she should. If you're driving it into the ground, dude. And all, you, all well, of your dancers. Hate what each other.
2: was up with that one part where she's like, "Tell, he's tell me a lie," and he's like, "Oh right. I I need you to sew a bunch of stuff. Tell me a new lie. I love you. Oh, what? <laughs> what? What? Wait. What? Like, and that was. Before he's sleeping with Mark the DJ. Right. Like I thought for a half a second I was like, is there something that's about to develop there? Like is something gonna happen? Because God forbid, something happened, something developed with these characters that kind of rises above just a surface level kind of thing. But it's all surface level. And it's so scared to dive any deeper than that. This this would have been a fantastic Christina Aguilera concert movie. Yeah. That would have been fine.
0: Do a Michael Jackson sort of thing. Yeah, like Moonwalker. It's, it's the, like it's like Moonwalker. You're there for the music and the dancing, and we're going to try to put some plot in between them to tie right. it all together. Right,
2: and uh, and that's not what they did, though. When you tie in actors like Kristen Bell, like Cher, Stanley Tucci, you're going... You have to give us a story, mm-hmm. and there was nothing there. It was, so, it was so weak and so loosely tied together that it, it, it baffles the mind when you sit and you watch it, and you're like, wow... People paid money to yeah. see this movie.
0: Xanadu had more character development. It
1: absolutely did.
0: And better music. Yeah. And they put on a show at and the end. Gene fucking Kelly. Yeah, that's true. Some um, good dancing.
1: And rollerblades and roller skates. There you go. Yes.
0: Yeah. Let's get some rollerblading bur- burlesque up there. That's see, hard to say when you ro- drinking. Roller burlesque.
1: I think in context, you have to go back and you have to look at where Christina Aguilera's career was at this point. And she was, at that time, she was doing like the pinup and the old jazz sounds. And it was like trying to feed into like. Mm-hmm. That part of her career and the two just never crossed over because after that she became Fat Stina. Oh,
0: yeah, <laughs> <she sure did. laughs> I mean, she, she sure looked did. great
1: in the movie, but then not something I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it was. Was
0: this before was, the voice? Yeah, just, yeah, this okay. was before the voice. Yeah,
2: I will even go so far though as to say that, like, you know, Christina with some pounds on her still super attractive. I, that's
0: that's that's kind of a wheelhouse. Yeah, I, I, I. I She's she's kind of plain. She's kind of girl next door. You know, but I like. But that. you know
2: who she reminds me of, of hmm. what she resembles to me, a young Helen Mirren. If if you were to look at what? pictures, if you were to look at pictures of Helen Mirren She's very young, up now. Yeah. she looks like Christina Aguilera. Interesting.
0: I know yeah. Jennifer
1: Lawrence does, but Ooh. I've never thought of Christina Aguilera. Jennifer on.
0: Lawrence does as well. She does. Um, we're all on our phones jo- now, looking at jo- burlesque. Joel, yes. l-
2: let me ask you this: Do you mm-hmm. think the famous Amos company is happy with the way their product is uh, <laughs> is represented in this film? What was the famous Amos? Uh, where Jake comes or Jack comes back out, and now he's fully naked, and he gets cookies. Oh. And he's like offering him to Christina, and he's got the box, famous Amos
0: box, right over his dick. Were those the cook? See, that's the other thing too. Like, they they were playing it off, and she's giggling and uh-huh. covering her, her eyes. Oh my
1: god, don't make <clears throat> You're in a long-term relationship. I'm married, and you are as well. Mm-hmm. If you're in a long-term relationship, even if you broke up, is that appropriate behavior no. at no, all? No, not, not at all. the night,
2: not the night of. No. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's when I thought. I like I said, I thought that he was just gonna like kiss her goodnight, and they were both gonna sleep in their own different rooms, nope. but with like an understanding that something can now blossom from here. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got it. We're we're planting the seed. We didn't need that bullshit with his fiance yeah. coming back. That was needless conflict because it ends up getting resolved with just a little bit of dialogue mm-hmm. and nothing. Is earned in the course of that. No. So it makes no sense at all.
0: Gives her him an excuse to chase after her. Yeah. And that's all that seems
1: for. And it's Diana Aragon, which yeah. I guess also speaks Glee. to this feels like a Glee episode. Yeah. It feels like is a she, themed Glee is episode. Is she from Glee? Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, she's I've, the chillier. I haven't watched she's ever. Quinn. I never watched Glee. You know, I like the first season the f- <laughs> of Glee. I also love Pitch Perfect. D- don't fucking glare like, at me, I Jeff. I love Pitch Perfect, Jeff. You know, Pitch Perfect's great. Glee. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there were some good things about Glee. Glee was living in a a world of its own making, and I appreciated what it was trying to do. Um, Plus Jane Lynch. I should get points for Jane Lynch. Yes, Thank you. You Thank do. You do. Uh,
2: going back to uh, to the Vincent character, mm-hmm. how I had proposed, like you know, maybe he should have been the guy that's like actually a business dude. We find out like maybe there's some conflict that he and Tess don't get along. But then in the course of all this happening, if they're gonna go to a businessman. Maybe it would have made more sense if that businessman was her her ex-husband and he helps her out. Either way, the character of Vincent, we should have explored that relationship some more. Yeah. Like, why aren't they together anymore? Why are they still business partners? Mm-hmm. Why are they still so close? They
0: seem amicable.
2: Like Jess said... It does play out like Peter Gallagher just didn't have anything better to do. Like he
0: needed <laughs> he's just a check, mope around and look in some papers while well. right. his hair's disheveled.
1: But then he's like, somehow there's also a well lit piece of the bar where he can work. Always. Oh, <laughs> like I just don't understand. Like how I just how- need
0: peace and quiet at the burlesque show.
1: He's like, so I'm gonna have wanted. to auction off everything. <laughs> Which by the way, rhinestones and sequins are seriously expensive. Those co- that is my favorite part of this whole movie is oh, the really? costuming. Yeah. It's beautiful. So
0: they could have had an estate sale and paid off all their debt, is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, He's never gonna sell this theater. oh uh, God, I don't I don't think I have any other notes. My final note was thank God
2: this is over. No, it's long,
0: it's two hours long. It's far too way long for a movie too long. like
2: this. How long does Boulon Rouge play?
0: Also two hours,
2: but but you get so much. Lot of there's character building
0: and a villain. There's relationships. There's a villain. That's true. And some dance numbers you actually want to watch. Yes, and redeemed characters. Yes, also true.
1: And John Leguizamo with a bad accent. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
2: Uh, No, Moulin Rouge is like, I feel like, and, and and I don't know if this is doing it any any justice, but I feel like if you're going to watch a movie with like burlesque style performances, songs. You're you're in a better you're in better shape if you watch Moulin Rouge. Oh, absolutely! Instead of this, any day of the damn week, I would rather listen to horrible Nicole Kidman singing uh, than Christina Aguilera in
0: this film. I, I did find myself wondering, okay, who is this movie for? And obviously, it found its audience. This m- movie, I should say, uh, had an eighty-five million dollar box office, uh, only made for fifty-five, so got a wow. profit. Thirty-six percent Rotten Tomatoes with the critics, yeah, but the audience sixty-five. So a lot Holy of them We have there. a built-in share. Yes,
1: fan base. S-
0: but do people who like share also like Christina Aguilera, or were they trying to bridge Are this gap trying- that she was saying? To yeah.
1: But I, when I saw this, I saw this with my gay best friend, and then we Shocking. went to go see Harry Potter and uh, the. the, the Deathly Hollows part 1 okay. right after this. I thought maybe
0: Harry Potter was another burlesque show so, there was some theme
1: <laughs> so i had pa- i needed a palate cleanser like after <laughs> this movie <laughs> but there's
0: the hedwig connection oh yes yes sir someday we'll find
2: it the hedwig connection uh okay i'm all out of notes if you if you two have any notes about this movie that you like i can't to believe i didn't
0: get any traction with how gorgeous this movie looks i th- i think i agree I well the dance really sequence well to
1: edit a dance sequence and make it look continuous is very difficult considering all the different cameras they had, mm-hmm. so I'll agree with you on that one.
0: But again, it's a music video, but still shot well. I, I thought for the long, like the minute this movie started, I was like, oh, this movie's shot by a, by a music director. You know how they'll do that? Yeah. They'll elevate a music director to a feature film yes. just to do, yeah. uh, but but not so. Yeah. Not so. We got Troy from Goonies. Troy from the Goonies. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I, I, like I said, I didn't think this movie looked bad. It just, it really didn't, it didn't impress me. Did didn't, you watch it in it HD? Strike, yeah, I did. Oh, all right, yeah. all right. So I, I didn't know. pay
1: the three ninety nine on Amazon. I did. I did. I paid two ninety nine yeah. for the standard.
2: Uh, <laughs> I have I to. Uh, You've I, seen it before. I'll. the weird thing about this movie is, and I don't know how it's on there because I never bought it, but it's on my Flickster account. <laughs> as one of like the like one of the movies I have in my library. so I don't know if like my if one of my sisters like synced my iPad with their account accidentally. no <laughs> oh, no. but like I'm going through my movies and I've got like amazing Spider-Man. I got the Lego movie, you know and I had realized I had this movie before I went to New York with Sarah and I was like, why the hell do I have this movie on here? <laughs> and so like it serendipitous. I was like oh yeah, that's right. I don't need to like try to buy this or find it anywhere. I've got it on my iPad. And so yeah I had I had the HD version on there. Nice. Uh, yeah,
0: that's S- slightly it, embarrassing, but
2: yet it's very embarrassing, still, especially when he's... folks at work walk in the door and, like, <laughs> and I'm watching. What you watching? I'm watching freaking share. Yeah, a little Drunk. softcore porn going on there, Joe. What yeah, are exactly. It's Stanley Tucci fucking another guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I will have to say, and this this dance movie sits right up there with horrible dance movies with Center Stage.
2: I never, I've never seen Center Stage. I haven't oh, seen that either. that's another one. Adding it to the list. You. What? Uh, Gotta get through. Showgirls first I, There's I, Thinking back <laughs> on it No I feel like my brain's about to explode Thinking back on this movie it, It's amazing to me the choices that they made And the time that they spent on things That never ended up having any kind of bearing It didn't develop a character uh, Specifically the the Stanley Tucci Mark the DJ bit
0: Yes like This
2: is something that could have been kind of like a, a tender character building moment And it it didn't go anywhere.
1: Instead, it, he looked like a dick because that girl did. was all like, oh, I think he's looking at me. And he's like, oh, yes, he's very handsome. Do you think he'll be interested? Oh, he's handsome. Like, just <laughs> tell her that he's gay. Tell her that yeah. he's gay. You're tell her that right. he's gay. The
2: audience can tell that he's gay and mm-hmm. it's not playing as funny as you might think it is. No. Uh I, Yeah. So, like, I thought that that was kind of a place where, you know, if we wanted to build Stanley Tucci up as a character that had some doubts, some, some you know, flaws and frailty, that's somewhere where we could have reinforced his character and we didn't. You know, I, again, we're wasting a, a fantastic actor. Yeah. And a character that could, you know, that, a character that people arguably enjoyed the most in this movie. I I yes. did. Yeah. I, him and
0: Kristen Bell were my highlights. And
2: so I feel like you know that that's wasted. You wasted yeah. two people like that that you could have developed a little bit more. See
0: him play the same character better in a much far superior movie. Oh yeah. Called Devil Wears Product. Oh yeah.
2: No, that's it's really good. I love that movie. Jess, do you have anything else there?
0: No. No, no.
1: no? No No. No. more notes.
0: Joel, you don't have anything? No, man. Let's get to the
2: All right. Well, then we're the going to get down to the nitty-gritty. What did
0: Burlesque do right? Joel, I'm going to start with you. And I'll go quickly because I've already said cinematography. I think it's well shot. It's well put together. A little too long. But, um, again, the, the technicians who were behind the camera uh, did their jobs with much aplomb, yeah. uh, which cannot be said for the rest of the cast and crew. Okay. All right. Jess, what do you think that uh, Burlesque did right?
1: Hair, makeup, and dance.
2: Okay. There you go. Uh, marketing. I thought this. Movie, <laughs> oh, really? I thought this movie marketed itself. What? Right? I mean, it's as evidenced in the box office take. Okay. You 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 raise thirty million dollars, thirty five million dollars over your budget. That's uh, that's amazing. I don't know what kind of deal you had to strike with the devil. You know, to what?
1: get that,
0: that done. If it, was there a big single from this movie? Like the, show me how you burlesque. Show me how you burlesque. But that, did that get a lot of traction? Was it getting yes. radio play? You, okay, so maybe I'm just not being exposed to it. But, um, <laughs> I like your quick version. <laughs> <laughs> no time. I'd <laughs> like to put <laughs> that in. Um, but like, you know, comparing it to last week's uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, where clearly that was a big push for that, that Tina Turner song tie-in. You heard yeah. it everywhere. Yes. I didn't feel that with this movie. It, it, which, But you're saying it was there. So, yes, brilliant marketing. Well, because yes. just like
2: this movie – it's a flash in the pan mm-hmm. you know it's not something that's going to stand the test of time but it was definitely a hit at the time like it was something that people were talking about something that people were seeing uh but no i have to go with the best thing that this movie did was the marketing because they somehow got butts in seats yeah fair enough uh what all was right the worst thing what did the movie do wrong joel i'm asking you
0: yeah, well that's fine but <laughs> i'm driving the ship <laughs> oh here, buddy. damn it one of these days um <laughs> it gives me more time to think I didn't. I didn't feel like the music was because I'm. I love a musical. You sure do. Uh, as much as the next guy, um, and I felt like maybe I would have been pulled into this story a little more if they would have done a better job of tying the music. And I know they tried to every song, like you said, every song they sung was trying to reflect what a character was thinking. What was going on? But at it did not feel organic? And you put the 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 or hit the nail on the head talking about that share scene where it was just oh. like thrown in. Oh, here's the part where Cher's going to sing her big song. Unmotivated, unmotivated, but it just describes where she is. It was so, my favorite part. Oh, you want to rehearse this right now?
2: Is sure. when they they do the cutaway to the to Dave the DJ, yeah. and he's just nodding his head like "fuck yeah." It's Cher. just like nailed it, I Cher. I
0: totally understand where you're coming
1: from. <laughs> <laughs> like the one black guy in the movie yeah. that has a speaking line he has, can has to
0: totally <laughs> relate to he, the 80 year like, old he transvestite.
2: You sing it, Cher. <laughs> All right, so uh, he had his own we, shit going on. What What did you think the movie did wrong, Jess?
1: Christina Aguilera in every song that's sung because Kristen Bell can sing. You know, I'm pretty sure there are other people that can sing, but I know. Do we like
0: Kristen Bell as a singer?
1: Yes, Okay, just not in
0: this movie. Oh, yeah. Well, she didn't
1: sing in this movie. She lip-synced.
0: Yeah, she uh, lip-synced. You listen to her work
2: in, in Frozen. She can obviously hold the tune.
0: Christina Aguilera? Kristen, Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell. No, I'm, I'm asking about Christina Aguilera. Oh, I thought it was think, Kristen Bell. Oh, no, we know Kristen Bell can
1: sing. Oh, I, I just didn't... The dance scenes that she was in, I lost interest. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't... I didn't connect with her because she has that s- too powerful of a voice. Yeah. So...
0: I feel you. Uh, I like Christina Aguilera.
2: What I felt that this movie did wrong mm-hmm. was it, it's it's a very fundamental thing in the writing. It's... Picking a central conflict, building your characters and moving, you know, moving everything forward in a proper clip. You know, you have to have everybody focused on the goal and it's okay to have your B plots. But that's all this movie was, was a collection of B plots with the whole we have to save the community center thing kind of thrown in at the end. Uh, It wasn't it wasn't cohesive it wasn't solid. It, it was just kind of clumsily slapped together.
1: That could have made it better if we, all of a sudden we just heard Shaka Khan yes. in the background. <laughs> yeah, turn it into Breaking Two. too. <laughs> all right, so everybody,
2: everybody, uh, if we Shaka were to remake Khan. this movie mm-hmm. now, uh, how would we do it? Joel, I'll have you and I go first, and then we'll let Jess go ahead and- That is look, quite fair. And bring up the rear. Uh, one, two, three,
0: four, five, six, seven, eight is what I have. I, I have seven. Passed. I huh. have seven. Should we Mine pin- is a theme. Okay. Yes. Well, you want to go first then? Nope. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, when I, I want to go first, you won't let me.
2: I'll go first. first. I was just trying to be contrarian. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So oh, shocking. I, I, I definitely have a shocking. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. I've got this uh, this whole theme, and it's tied together, and you're going to know who my director is by the time I finish up with the casting. I'm going to start with Marcus Gerber, the, 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 the millionaire industrialist, the mm-hmm. guy who was trying to buy the club, yep. played by George Clooney. Uh, okay, Ooh, G- I like that. Georgia, the the Julianne Hough character, mm-hmm. uh, gonna be played by Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, interesting. Uh, Nikki, oh. this one's this one's the one that's the odd man out. Nikki, the character, the Kristen Bell character, gonna be played by Emma Stone. Yes, um, actually,
0: she was uh, she almost got cast in that role. Apparently, did she really? Mm-hmm.
2: Holy shit! There you go. Uh, wow, serendipitous. So the character of Vincent, a guy who played a man named Vincent this past year in a movie called Saint Vincent. Uh, I went with Bill, Bill Murray uh-huh. to play the Vincent character, Interesting. the the ex husband. Yeah, uh, Sean, the Stanley Tucci character, mm-hmm. played by Danny Glover.
0: <laughs> what?
2: Because <laughs> I want Danny Glover to I'm play. This trying character. Trying to get the theme uh, that he's going Tess, with. Tess, the share character, Tess, uh-huh. played by Kate Blanchett. Okay. And Ooh. Allie. Oh. Uh, Allie going to be played by I can't I don't know how to pronounce her name. So, so R C. So R. C. Ronan. She was in the movie Hannah. And she was also in uh, the Grand Grand Budapest Hotel. She's great. Uh, That's why, obviously, Mm -hmm. this all directed by Wes Anderson.
0: I should have known when you went Bill Murray that that's a (laughs) director. I am just
1: visioning the dance scenes oh, in yeah. my head they'll now. be very symmetrical and it's wait, beautiful uh-huh. it's like a giant gap commercial <laughs> that's right
0: <laughs> wait what's the what's the George Clooney Wes Anderson oh the fantastic, the fantastic Mr. Mr. Fox. Fox I was thinking live action yeah good call nicely that's done one, I like one, that
2: one of my favorite Wes Anderson films
0: uh, it, it, yeah mine as well yeah. I think we've talked about this before yes sir alright where would you go well uh, I'm not going to do that uh, mine's all over the place. Uh, let me start with Markish, uh, Markish Marcus, Marcus Brody. Markish Brody. Uh, Does anyone speak English? <laughs> uh, how about uh, in my world? We're going to get James Marston, Cyclops, to be yes. uh, to be that Marcus from the D Train. That's right. Uh, the the Jack character, uh, who's the the uh, Clockwork Orange bartender. Yeah, a lot of guy liner. How about uh, not James Franco, but how about his younger brother Dave Franco? Nice up and coming guy. Kinda, I don't, did I recast Jack? Mm, I don't, I know don't think I did No, no I did. sure did We have to go back Jack We have to go back <laughs> Kristen Bell How about uh, Oh, I'm, I'm I love how th- you never give anybody their character names Because people don't know character names But as the listener They're going to know who Kristen Bell is And they're going to know that Lindsay Lohan would do a much better job Oh my god In that role as the uh, drugged up floozy has been so well f- Freaky Friday a little Or, too close or to I home. know who killed me A little too oh close god. to home maybe <laughs> To have Lindsay Lohan, but you know she might be ready for a comeback. As long as they can obscure like the ankle bracelet she's that she's just, legally yeah. required to she wear and to, all times. She, has of to and she her can show her boobs because
1: she showed her boobs in the she canyon. She can and
0: she will. In my, let me tell you, that's going to be in the contract day one. Oh, Stanley God. Tucci, uh, I really like Modern Family, and I really like Jesse Tyler Ferguson. He's oh, the yeah. redheaded. Uh, yes, yeah, love him. He'd be good in that role. Um, I will not have him hook up with the share character though, because that would be a little weird. Because in my movie, the share character will also be played by a singular-named uh, star who's maybe her, her, her best days are behind her. Talking about Madonna. Yeah, I almost mm-hmm. went Madonna. Yeah, Madonna to play the share role, role uh, of the club owner. And instead of Christina Aguilera as her new ingenue, how about uh, how about Hayden Panettiere, who also knows a little bit about Nashville. singing and dancing and uh, being up on stage. You and know, I would like to see her naked. You, yes. know,
2: you know what drives me nuts about Hayden Panettiere? Hmm. Is that this is how that's how she emotes. When she's serious, mm-hmm. she whispers what she
0: has to it's, say. That's what I do too, Joe. It's horrible. It's Save not the over. burlesque answer. <laughs> <It's laughs> <burlesque. laughs> oh my Nicely god! If done. she had already if we haven't, uh, if we had only finished night, the
2: casting, we'd have ended on that. I'll show myself out.
0: <laughs> uh, and of course, my director uh, is somebody who is uh, no stranger to musicals and has done a musical like this called Chicago. Uh, that is director Rob Marshall. Did, nice. a, did a better version of this movie. Cool. All right, Jess, it's all you.
1: So I really thought about it, and there's no way you could make this movie successful in this day and age. So I'm taking it back. Oh, I'm taking it Gotta back. Go back in time. And <laughs> you, there's going to be some skipping of decades, but let's just think of everybody like at their prime. Okay. So. um... In the role of Tuss and Sean, mm-hmm. which are Cher and Stanley Tucci, I picked a pair that did lots of musicals together with Ginger Rogers and Fred, Fred Astaire. Astaire. Oh. Uh, in the role of Marcus, Gene Kelly.
0: Nice, of course. Nice. My favorite. My in favorite.
1: Jack, I picked Mr. Blue Eyes, uh, not Ooh. Frank Sinatra, but the other Blue Eyes with the dark blonde hair, or dark dark brown hair, Elvis Presley.
0: Oh, God. Wow. wow.
1: Um, and then <laughs> as bartender. the Alan Cumming character, I picked Donald o- O'Connor, who played uh-huh. Cosmo in Singing in the Rain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. So now, and for Georgia and Margaret. Oh, I of like course. that. I like that. Nicely done. Um, all right. So who do I have left? I have Nikki. I picked Rita Hayworth in her prime.
2: Of nice. Course.
1: And for Allie. There's a weird
2: similarity there. Yeah.
1: Um, as Ali, I picked Sid Charisse, uh-huh who, if anybody can't remember, if, if you've ever seen *Singing in the Rain*, the Broadway melody, she's the green dress where they oh, like have that God, very, old. Yes. and she's also in *Silk Stocking*.
0: Wow. Oh, so oh, the Showtime yeah. show. No. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: cinematic that was USA. <laughs>
1: so oh, I took right, it back right. to an era where music musicals were actually a thing, and nice. people cared, and they developed them, and wow. and people went to see them for more than just show factors what mm -hmm. was in the thing do we not
2: do we not believe that the musical has come back legitimately
1: no no no
0: trying to think of the last musical that uh, well Into the Woods Into the Woods I was I liked Into the Woods
2: there were some you know what I'm kind of with you on that Mm -hmm. I felt like it should have been better than it was but I got it like I will still preach from the from the mountaintops, Chris Pine's performance, yes. especially in the agony song, yeah, 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 that was amazing,
0: and that's always a highlight on stage too. So it's hard to fuck that one up, but yeah, yeah they they totally did it right. My, my issue with that movie uh, was that the musical. I was never. Fa- I love the first act. First act is great. First act's fun. That's where everything's getting set up. Exactly. Yeah. Second act really fell apart on stage, and I was wondering if they were going to find a way to save it in the movie. And Unfortunately, they, they didn't. They didn't. No.
1: My problem with modern musicals is they're taking Broadway plays and making them into musicals where you had a lot of original movies back in the day that That's were right. there that were standalone. They weren't necessarily a musical and you can't just take an original musical as we saw yeah. and make a movie out of it.
2: What do you think about taking movies and making musicals
0: out of all these movies? I you are going to say out. that. I mean, sometimes it can be done well and then sometimes you get Spider-Man yeah. with you too. Yeah. What do you think about that, Jess?
1: I don't like you too.
0: Okay, like- no, now I'm not talking just <laughs> she, about, talking about us. I think she's I saying she doesn't like us. <laughs> oh, oh. <I> don't
1: like <laughs> you well, that makes sense. No, um, I mean, I've seen Matilda and and you know things like that. I don't. I think the one that I really just didn't understand was Catch Me If You Can. Uh huh. Like that oh, was yeah. it, that was the the weakest of the movie to musical that I've seen. So.
0: You've got to have a good songs. You have to have good music. They, they, they you can't it's just shoehorn it in. And it's got to be... And
1: then sometimes... I'm sorry. Sometimes you have musicals that kick the movie out of the water, as in Kinky Boots.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. I haven't, I haven't seen Kinky Boots. I have not seen that. I heard a good thing. It's the Cyndi Lauper one, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was I was pleasantly
2: things. surprised uh, a few years back. I went to Dallas Summer Musicals, and this was like... For a season, I had like this press pass, so I w- had to go to each of the shows, and I wrote my reviews and stuff about them. I got to see Little House on the Prairie the musical and I thought this was going to be complete shit and I was so moved really like I thought it was so well done Uh, you know I was tears out of my eyes by the end of this thing Uh, and and the music was very powerful but I wasn't expecting that I I remember watching the show every once in a while when I was a kid but to see it like you know translated into like a 2-hour musical. Huh. I was like this is never going to work and it worked. I thought they did a really good job with it. <laughs> Interesting. So but there are like like you've said like there are some that are like what? Why did we why did we translate that like Shrek the Broadway musical? Yeah. We don't need that.
0: That's the thing. All the Disney ones where it's like oh it's all the songs you love from the movie and five of the tracks that we wrote for the Broadway show. Yeah. Xanadu. I love Xanadu.
1: Xanadu the musical was and I sat cabaret style. I sat on sat the, on the stage. stage. Oh, nice. Oh, so good. It's so, so fun. Give it a try. Give it a try. And it's,
2: it, the thing about Xanadu, the stage musical, is it's so re- self referential. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it makes fun of those things. Like we talked about before. I remember Joel. you talking about yeah, that. Yeah, where we watched there's the, movie. the part in the movie where he's like, hey, you mind if I borrow this bike? And she's like, that's fine as long as you return it. <laughs> and like in the play that happens, he's like, hey, you mind if I borrow this bike? And she's like, that's fine as long as you return it. And like the Sonny character just stands there for a second and he's like, uh, Okay, and then like rides up. You know, I love that it it, it pokes fun at itself, and it it kind of it throws a few more uh, uh, ELO songs into the play oh. as well. Yeah Never a bad thing Never a bad thing All right. If you've got any thoughts About Burlesque About how we've recast it About our thoughts If we've skipped something That you've been screaming At the podcast about Well remember this When this thing happened Well you could talk back to us On our Facebook page Just go to Facebook In the search bar Put in the editing bay Find the girl with the bleeding eyes That's us That's where you talk back to us Let us know what you think About these movies And if there's something That you'd like us To take a look at For a future episode That's where you will Throw us your suggestions We've also got a website Right Joel?
0: Sure do It is editingbay.com. You can go there and find links to all of our social media networks, Facebook and Twitter. Follow our Twitter handle at... at the editing bay also uh at george's goiter we're still trying to get yes. a couple of followers that figure out what we're does gonna that do really with that exist? One. Oh, yeah oh, yeah we oh, picked oh it up. Does. george's goiter we pick it up follow it now thank you we'll have four followers now <laughs> No, that was from our uh, star wars episode a few weeks back that's right uh, but yeah editingbay.com. uh we've got all of our links there you can buy uh, t-shirts We some lovely t-shirts that we produced for the live show last year probably going to be doing that again both a live show and a t-shirt to correspond with but, yeah uh, but to stay tuned to the website and uh, all of our pages.
2: Well, the easiest way for us to get another live show under our belts yes. is if we get some reviews and ratings. We really need that to happen. Segway, you can folks. go to your uh, your podcasting app if you get us on iTunes. Uh, just go to the podcasting app. Go to the search function. Plug in Next Wave. Radio. That's going to bring up all of our shows, but you want to find, first, find the editing bay. Go there, click on the little button that says review. That's where you can leave us your, your rating and your review. And then after you've done that, find the rest of our next wave shows. The uh, 8 Big Gladiators with Jeff, John, and Jay. Uh, We've also got My Comic Life with Jeff and Sam, MVP, the most valuable podcast, with Matthew and Daniel. And, you know, I'll jump on there once in a while. We'll talk some wrestling. we got the Fantasy Wrestling League going on. And I am doing horribly in that right now. (laughs) I'm doing so bad. But I guess that's good. If I'm the guy that set it up, I shouldn't be winning because that would look suspect. Yes. Um, But, yeah, you could go ahead and leave your rating there. If you don't get us on iTunes and you have an Android device, you could find us on the podcast addict apps and the podcast republic app- applications and you could search iTunes through there but we do really uh, really appreciate your support in this because we get those sponsors through the, the ratings and the reviews they see that stuff they know people are listening mm-hmm. and uh, that's how we get sponsorships for the live shows uh, Jess, do you have anything that you'd like to plug? I mean, you know, you work with the uh, the burlesque show here at the at House of Blues in Dallas. You want to plug
1: that? Sure. Uh, come on out and see the Ruby Review Burlesque show at House of Blues Dallas on May 30th. If you live in Houston, May 29th, there's a show every month. And uh, if you're in Vegas come see us in uh, at the Orleans Hotel first week of June at Burlesque Hall of Fame.
2: Nice. Awesome. Uh, and also you've got a podcast you're going to be kicking off where you talk about horror movies. Scary what? movies. Yes. Yeah,
1: um my dad let me run a muck in the movie store when I was 10 years old and I immediately went to the part that had gore and boobs. So <laughs> <laughs> so did I. So, That's so funny. So I really really love scary movies and uh we'll be trying to launch that off the ground here soon. That's cool. Nice. Yeah, we'll
2: keep us updated because we will plug the hell out. Yeah. you guys yeah. uh, and maybe we'll have you guys on for you know to crossover. talk about some yeah, crossover stuff we'll talk about some scary movies yes. um all right joel do you have anything else before i do I close not out? except for uh well we should talk about what we're going to talk about next week yeah we should our, our late memorial day episode it is
0: um, feeling a little patriotic we're also kicking off the the summer season it's officially here it's officially here and
2: i've got to tell you like I've, i don't know if i told you this in the last episode mm-hmm. mad max fury road I know it is everything it's walking out of that theater. Mm -hmm. I felt everything I wanted to feel walking out of the Avengers and was disappointed with the Avengers. But man, Mad Max Fury Road satisfied in almost every possible way. I'm excited. I could not recommend that people see this in the theater. I had to make sure my
1: face was still on. I thought it had like (laughs) melted off (laughs) because it was so good. It's
2: so good. I'm excited. Uh, So, yeah, Mad Max Fury Road, some good stuff there. Um.
0: How the hell did I get on that topic? Oh, because we're talking about the show we're going to Talking gonna do about next the week. show we're going to summer Summer season kicking off. That's right.
2: And uh, do you want uh, I guess I'll say it I have not seen the You've movie You've never seen this I movie seen It's it. kind of a guilty pleasure for me I But avoided. it is a movie That's got some definite problems We're going to be talking about G.I. Joe The Rise of Cobra <laughs> Starring
0: Joseph Gordon-Levitt <laughs> My man crush
2: Barely starring Joseph <laughs> oh, Gordon-Levitt Oh don't say that Don't ruin it for me <laughs> uh, But definitely You know We're going we're gonna to have Our Channing Tatum fix mm. uh, our, our Marlon Wayans fix <laughs> Because I know you want to see Some Marlon yeah, Wayans I
0: think I had my fix of him In Big Hero 6
2: And, uh, and Sienna Miller Ooh! Because you know you can't get enough of Sienna Miller lately, uh, especially with a fake baby. Uh, what? Oh, sniper, and sniper, American sniper. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor girl. Uh, so yeah, next week we're going to be talking about GI Joe: The Rise of Cobra. Can't wait. Uh, right here on the Editing Bay Podcast. So we're going to wrap it up, Jeff. Thank you so much. Yeah. Especially for this, this double duty day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jess, thank you for joining us. You're thank awesome. Thank you for having me. Definitely mm-hmm. going to have you back. As long as you will come back,
1: please. Oh, I'll come back. And, I uh, like talking.
2: And Joel. Thank you, sir. Oh, well, thank you, Joe. We'll see. You, uh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Have a uh, thank you. Sa- have a safe Memorial Day, uh, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Running
1: around,
0: banks, all on the Scooby Snacks. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network.
2: That's fucking gold.